Second time you're playing on Thanksgiving Day, if I got that right. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Dallas win. Mm -hmm. What's it like playing on Thanksgiving Day, being one of those three primetime games? It's dope. It's dope, especially when you have the, the opportunity to go back home the same day, which we don't have, so that, that kind of sucks. <laughs> but other than that, just knowing that you're one of the – Three games, and you're one of the games that everybody's watching. People who don't normally get to see you get to actually turn on the TV and watch it. It's, it's fun. It's something that you see as a kid, and you aspire to get to that moment and finally be able to do that. Is it's like it's crazy. You allow yourself like a slice of pumpkin pie or something on the white ride home bus ride. You know, I ain't a pumpkin pie person, but I I indulge in in, in the stuff that I like. You can ask the. The other teammates about me, I, I like to have my, my little sweets every now and then. Adrian, I don't know if you, uh, where you come from, if you played high school football. It's a big deal here mm -hmm. uh, on the Northeast. All the high schools are playing there Thanksgiving Day. A lot of them are traditional. I, I don't know if you have any memories of, of your high school yeah. on Thanksgiving Day, if you could share. Yeah, so I'm from Texas. Uh, our big thing was... You didn't really have games on Thanksgiving because by this time we were in the playoffs. So you always wanted to make sure that you were practicing on Thanksgiving. That was usually like week two of the playoffs. So that was kind of our uh, one of our milestones, you know, win district, win the first playoff game and make sure you're practicing on Thanksgiving. So that was always fun to do that. That's what I remember about that. They're coming in off a tough loss, but how big of a challenge are the Vikings Big challenge, you know. Every every team every year pretty much has one of those those type of losses where you just nothing goes right, you know. And the other team is able to take advantage of it, but you know what they have? They have a a real potent offense. Uh, of course, they got eighteen and and Dalvin and guys that are able to make people miss and they're able to put up a lot of points in a little amount of time. I mean, you look at all their comebacks; it's like it's crazy. So. You know, they, they came off a loss, and they don't want to get on a losing streak. So we know we're going to expect their best shot. What kind of conflict does it put having Dalvin Cook in the backfield, but a guy like Justin Jefferson out wide where you got to really be on your P's and Q's? I mean, it doesn't really get too much worse than that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got a guy who's, I guess they say he's on pace to, to have, like, what, 2,000 yards or something like that. And you got Dalvin, who's been doing this for a long time, who's been a matchup problem, who can score from any part of the field and any position of the field, it, it makes it hard. So they have that underneath option and they have that over the top option. And you just got to know where those guys are at all the time. Does it put a premium on communication from you guys as the safeties or anyone in particular? Uh, it's always a premium on communication. So it doesn't really matter who we're playing. But when you have guys like that on the other side, you definitely have to know where they're at. Yeah, I would say the main thing is recovery and, and the mental aspect of the game. Just because you're not getting those full speed reps, so the communication is even that much more pivotal. So when we get out there, there's no playing around. Like you have to lock in and you try to get through as many plays as you can because you have the first half of the day that's going to be early downs, and then you go through the second half that might be third red, uh, third down, red zone, whatever it may be. So we're flying through that stuff. Fast, so when when we're when we're talking about it, you have to be able to lock in and glue it to your mind. Final question, and locker room is open. 
How do you go about preparing for somebody like TJ Hawkinson after playing against him earlier in the season for a different team? I mean, the same way that we played against him in Detroit. I mean, when we played against him in Detroit, he had just, I think he had just came off the game having like 180 yards or something like that. So, you know, he's a big play threat and you know, he's super savvy in his routes and stuff like that. So, it's, it's kind of going to be the same mindset that we had playing him the first time, just knowing where he's at, knowing where he's at, and making sure he's not running down the field wide open. If we do that and we give ourselves a chance to actually be hip to hip with him, then we'll be all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.